Do you have performance anxiety? Do you like it when people watch? How about on court one? On today's Dirty Tennis, we go there. Stay tuned. Remember, nothing you hear on the Dirty Tennis Podcast is intended as medical or expert advice. Not for your kitchen. Not for your body. And not for your bedroom. We are here for entertainment purposes only. We are not medical doctors and nothing said on this podcast should be considered medical advice. Please consult with your healthcare team before making changes to your diet and lifestyle. That being said, let's get on with the show. (laughs) Is that how we start the show? Welcome to Dirty Tennis, Clean Living, the podcast, where we talk a little dirty, we eat a little healthy, we laugh and learn together. It's fun. The lighter side of tennis. I'm Ashley. I'm Dina. I'm Jules. Welcome to the show, everyone. So, Ashley, you know that I love the sounding voice. I'm going to find it quite alluring and sexy. And so- Right back at you. <laughs> how about you start us off with a quote today to get this podcast rolling? This is an interesting quote from uh, Arthur Ashe. It says, every time you win, it diminishes the fear a little bit, the fear of losing. You never really cancel the fear of losing. You keep challenging it. So you don't back away from the fear of losing. You accept it exists. And then you say, I'm going to face you and I'm going to make progress and I'm going to move forward and closer to confidence all the time. Oh, I like that. I do like that. It makes sense, doesn't it? Although being a baby shark, as we know. You're not a baby shark. I'm a baby shark. I'm a baby shark a forever. Baby shark. I get nervous. I play terribly. The first time I play on a court with people I don't know, I play horribly. I do it every time. It doesn't matter. Me too. You do that? Me too. Yes, I do. Your version of bad tennis is my version of dream tennis. I just want to point that out. You're a lovely tennis player. You're a lovely tennis player. Thank you. I don't know. Is it just that you... And Jules is next level tennis. It takes some time to figure people out or to figure out how they play and adjust. And maybe that's why. I feel insecure. I don't want to ruin anybody's good time with my bad tennis. Oh, is that what you're thinking? I do. Hmm. I worry about that. I think I want them to have a good experience. And if I feel that I can't deliver that, if I can't, if I'm in a position where I, where I really call it into question, then I think I worry about that. And I think I'm more internalizing my feelings. I'm like, I don't want to look like an idiot out here. I don't want to, you know, right. I don't want everybody to think I'm just not a very good player. Right. But you're a really good player. Well, let's get into this ladies. This is fascinating to me. Okay. Uh, I know Dina, you had a little thing, a little text come up while we were sitting here getting ready to record today. Can you uh, share that with the audience? Yeah, I got a a text from two of the top players at our club saying that they needed a fourth for Saturday and would I maybe want to play with them, which, yeah, I really would like to play with them. But I mean, I'm freaking out. I don't even know how to respond. And my initial reaction is, no, I'm not going to play with you because it's just too overwhelming and it's too scary and it's too intimidating. They're really good players. And so are you. They are really good. Well, I mean, they're way above me. It would make me better to play with them, but I'd rather practice with them first before Ah, I jumped right in. Well, what's the difference between practicing and going and playing a set on Saturday? I mean, you're trying to win in one and you're just hitting around in the other. I just... That's interesting. I always struggle with anxiety. Like, I'm on the more the OCD, you know, level of the personality. So things that I can't control and things that hit me fast just rock my world. And so a lot of times I just, if I have time to process, 
I'm good, but throw me into something just really frazzly or right. chaotic. It messes my, it just, it totally dishevels me. So the, the worrying or the anxiety about it, going about it in your mind probably doesn't help the fi- the outcome, right? Whether or not you play well on that day. It probably is worse. That's yeah, an interesting point. Because you point. play tight, you play nervous. You Yeah, you, it's not good. Yeah, it's what, I like, you know, when I'm playing competition, it does, it does bring the nerves on, right? Because there is that wanting to win, like Ashley said. And in tennis, you're not just getting the win easy. I mean, you gotta, you gotta win six games right. twice over or win right. the tiebreaker. I mean, you right. can't just sit there and relax and let the other person <laughs> lose, it's not right? Just <laughs> no, right, right. That doesn't work. So I agree that playing over and over again, getting that idea of what winning feels like, you can get into the mindset, but playing free, I'm always telling myself in that competition, play free, play, play free, free, play free, right? Because even in the pros, the nerves get the best of them. Right. So it's continuing to practice the challenging aspects, right? Because growing up, actually, I only just hit the ball. Learning how to play matches is a completely different skill set. And I only learned that like in my early 30s, I think after I had my third child when I could have some time to start playing. Yeah. This is so fascinating because how do you get more comfortable with something? You, you, you do, do it, it again right? Again? Like public speaking. Right, right. Dina, how do you like public speaking? You know, fine. I mean, okay. I, I, I she got an A in speech class, but you know, it, like <laughs> so funny. that is something again that you know you're going to have to give that speech. You have time to prepare for that speech. Oh. You can practice that speech and you go give this speech. Don't you prepare for tennis every week? Aren't you out here playing? I guess. That's I a think really it's good just, point, Jules. That is a good point. It is. And I think that helps reps and confidence come with practice Mm -hmm. those things come I think it's just the um I don't maybe it's a control thing but I just I have to be like in control of my world right in my but I understand that does that mean you have to be the best player on the court to feel comfortable no but I just need time to process what's going to happen and then I'm okay how do you know what's going to happen well I mean the four of us are going to appear on the court that kind of processing like the other day when we played and we took, yeah. the, we had our person from our pro shop who yeah. joined us. You know, I didn't know that. I didn't. Right. And it just, I mean, I flipped out. Uh, you know, like I. I did not notice. I'm sorry I to point it out. Yeah. Nobody, I'm just, you felt it, but nobody saw it. I mean, like, I, like everything was chaos and, and I didn't know what was, what it's we were going to do. And I didn't have a, I didn't know we were going to do that. And so it messed me up. But if I know, like, I, you know, I played yesterday, we lost. That was fine. It wasn't even, it's not even about losing. Right. It's just about, hey, I know I'm going to play with these three people. And it's okay. But if I, if I haven't, pl- I've never played with these people. So it's just. And you've never had coffee with them either. So I think no, sometimes that's also. That's also true. Yeah, I find now that I play with Very more true. and more people, everybody has a different court rule. Like Jules hides the third ball from three ballers like me. <laughs> true. Just saying. She she does mind games. She does mind games. Some people smile the whole yeah. time. I find that deeply offensive. Um, I'm just saying maybe they have at that level. I think you've played so much tennis and you have such a knowledge as both of you do. That you have really defined protocols on the court and they're used to each other's protocols. Maybe. I get in trouble because I don't I'll pick up a ball when I'm not supposed to. I'll say a comment. I play social tennis a lot. I like to say good job no matter who. Well, you're you're learning hit the shot. But, you know, w- when you just throw yourself to the wolves and just right. submit to competition <laughs> play, you don't always know who you're going to play with from week to week. You might have never played with them. That's true. You don't know who you're going to play against. You that's know? true. And that's just doing that over and over and over again and seeing if you can still play the best that you can in whatever circumstance. Like right. yesterday, our opponents were the wind, right? Right. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's for sure true. Mine is the net. It's pretty rough. Um, but you don't struggle with that, Jules? Well, 
the nature of competition itself inhibits connection. True. Okay. So that's interesting. It's actually a big wow. point. Wow. The nature of competition itself what? inhibits connection. We right. Need to stitch that on a pillow, Ashley. We're going to put it on a t-shirt. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I mean, think about it when you're like connecting over drinks or you're talking to someone or you're having fun and you're eating and drinking and having these great conversations versus sitting at the table and playing a board game where your kids are like, I'm going to win. And, you know, think about a kid who cries when they lose, right? Like what that feels like. That's because a lot of these games we play, things are really competitive and do inhibit connecting freely with someone else and connecting with vulnerabilities. You don't want to show your vulnerabilities when you're in a competition, right? That's not how we're taught to win. We don't win by showing all our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. But I do. I walk in and announce I'm a baby shark. So that's how I preempt anything anybody was going to say. Well, that's right a psyop on its own, Ashley. It <laughs> it's a good one. I mean, I really, six months ago and absolutely nine months ago, I was a true baby shark. Now I'm at the point where I'm trying to learn a second way to serve. So that's good. But I still don't, I haven't experienced enough scenarios on the court that things stick in my brain. We took a lesson, Dina and I, with um, some hilarious friends. We had a great time. We did. And it was very interesting. He had a different, that pro had a different way of teaching. And it kind of, I felt like all of my knowledge up to that point were the pieces of a quilt and this pro was able to stitch them together. Oh, cool. So it really elevated my ability to see where I I was on the court and owned my own position on the court for the first time because I was ready for somebody to connect all my pieces. And he was the guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah. If you were going to visualize, Dina, in your example of tennis, like going out there, having a great match, hitting up to the level where you're playing, right? And that's your visualization. Then that becomes your reality. I love it. But if I have time to prepare, I think I could could make more time to visualize. You like the week out today, tomorrow, and then Saturday you're playing, right? Yes. If I... If I accept this challenge. Now, will you accept the challenge? I'm not, I'm not ready to say that. Yes, exactly now. But you're encouraging me to process. Yes. And to understand your process so that you can say, I can't do it this week, but how about, you know, two weeks from Saturday or, you know, not just say no, but say, how about, how about, let's turn it around, take baby steps. So you're, Mm -hmm. you're connecting. I know Jules would say that. I know Jules. Did you hear that frequency? Oh, it was like a mom frequency. Well, and then let's throw in, and you may be on court one. That's a whole new level of, of course you'd be on court one. These are the best players in the club. I mean, then I'm just a definite. People would be like, yeah. Although as far as I can tell, they like court too. Good. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I... I sneak over there and watch them sometimes. And even sometimes I talk to them just to tell them one day, someday, baby shark. I would definitely say yes if you're available to these types of invitations. Because what happens in tennis is when you say no, you get out of their Rolodex. Okay. They don't think of you again. They but when you say, think of me again. After come, we well, play. here they, you go. They will. That's your belief. See? <laughs> See, you're talking yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk you into we're going to have a poll or have a poll. Well, but you guys are right. Like, I'll if I don't go, then you'll you know, never know. Never know. OK, I'm going to reframe this for you, Dina, my yes, dear and Ashley. darling friend. Ready? I'm ready. Let's suppose a guy I didn't know asked me to dinner. Right. Right. And I knew that you'd be you getting know, a just, private detective just on, on the surface. <laughs> Just on the surface, I'm looking at him and I'm like, okay, he's, he's ticking the boxes over here. And I know, you know, generally we have some things in common that would fall into the important category. And 
I said, you know, I'm going to say no. What would you say to me? Well, I, you're, it's, well, you're what not would me. you say to me? Well, would, of course, they, of course, go for it, Ashley. Well, what if I said, I'm having a bad hair day? What if I said, I don't have anything say, to wear? Put on live. a hat and go. See? Now, what would I say to you? The same, but do you want to take my place and go play with this? Heck, yes, I do. do? 17 years from now when they ask me to play. <laughs> it's like, can Jules come up and play? Yes. Because she is going to be more at their level than me. But if you play Saturday, then, you know, when Jules is up here, then the four of you go play one day. Well, there you go. See what I'm saying? And everybody has good days and bad days. They do. And the joy of it is Yoga that you teaches can you that. Just, you just check off that experience. You're going to have all of those things happen. Right. Right? The good days, the bad days, the highs, the lows. And you still keep coming back to tennis. I do. Because right. tennis is magical. It is magical. And it's dirty. <laughs> and, it's dirty. <laughs> and we like it dirty. When you talk about this speech, the public speaking, you're supposed to think of everyone in their underwear, right? When you're <laughs> out there. Is that not true? Uh, Don't they tell you that? I, look, I grew up giving toast from the time I could hold a wine glass with water in it. <laughs> You're supposed to look at everybody as they're naked. Do you think do you think you do that on the tennis court as well? Do you go, hey, I'm going to picture no, all of you naked? No, I'm playing with women. I don't need to picture them naked. I know what parts are under there. I, I have the same set. It's not supposed to be an attraction thing. So it's supposed to be to make you more comfortable with getting up there and doing what you have to do. Why does so, nudity make you comfortable, though? I, nudity I makes know. me uncomfortable in, like, group settings. Group setting nudity would be an uncomfortable state. Do you have a lot of experience with group setting yes, nudity? Yes. Well, south of what? France, topless. I mean, you know, I, I was very young the first time I sat on a beach in the south of France, and I just couldn't figure out where all the tops went. What was wow. wrong with this scenario? <laughs> so, yes, I have been in a group semi-nude setting. <laughs> what did you do in that setting? I wore my full-piece black bathing suit. <laughs> Jules, do you? Do I what? Oh. Have any experience with group group nakedness, nudity? <laughs> oh, I lived like in where? Europe, so yes, yes. Wow. There's a lot of yeah, same uh, opposite sex clothes changing in the same room. Uh, and there are some beaches around here. If you ever walk on the wrong part of the beach, at least down on Hutchinson Island, there's a nude beach. Really? Yeah, you could Who come up to that? it. You're going to burn your, your special parts, and that's going to hurt a lot. <laughs> like, that's... Who Your does that? Part. I don't know what I, I don't, this well, is a G-rated the clothed, show. The clothed person might feel yeah. more out of step than I the unclothed. absolutely fine. Fully clothed. I would probably be covered neck to wrist to ankle if I was like in a naked place. Just so they understood, I am not with you. <laughs> well, maybe we need to go down and walk on the nude beach. Oh my God. To show and express our vulnerabilities. <laughs> okay. And then I can show up Saturday and play in this match. <laughs> Like, now, would you agree oh to do that gosh. for real? No, I probably <laughs> not. I, I don't think I could do it. I could probably play tennis before I would go on the. Oh, beach. all right. I don't know. Okay. See, all right. Okay. So that those are your options. Okay. Saturday morning, we're okay. either going to that nude beach where you're going to show the world your stuff, <laughs> or you get to play some high level tennis with some awesome players. With some awesome. Which players. one are you going to pick? Nudity or tennis? Let's see. Yeah, I'm hmm. going to think about that. I am not committing. Eating, meeting, money. On this podcast, <laughs> but you guys have given me a lot of food for oh, it's so funny. And sharing it with all these other listeners is also well. Great. And I Absolutely. wonder how many of our listeners are connecting with some of what Dean is saying and right, right. how they've gotten through it. Yeah, there's probably others like me. We have to have a poll. Yeah, we polls coming. Poll. Let's find out. Answers to be revealed. Yeah, Instagram at Dirty Tennis Podcast. Oh Look yeah, comment on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Instagram is my personal favorite, which is why it's our favorite. Love it. <laughs> Uh, I still think Facebook has a place for oh, the over oh. 50 age group. I love the groups on there. What can I, I say? 
There are so many words on Facebook. That's my thing. People get deep and long on Facebook. And sometimes deep and long people. is good. Deep and long. <laughs> but not Ashley's on people are deep and long. Oh my God. On Facebook. That's right. Can you imagine? I guess you would know on a naked beach who was... Wait a minute. Wait. Yeah. Oops. Sensors. Sensor Somebody beep. press the sensor button. We need a sensor button. We do. Because Dina's what did out you of say? control. I didn't say it. Dina said. What? What did, <laughs> what did you I say? I didn't even hear it. I didn't even. I didn't say anything. That's why uh, I be I I mentally beeped it out before you said it. Usually I just say beep. That's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> like what the beep? Right. I think the whole yeah, nude beach whole... thing is hard now because smartphones and people right. taking videos oh and pictures. Gosh. I mean, if you're showing it for the world to see, you don't. You're probably like, hey, baby. I Actually, I think oh. it's reduced. Like when we go to the beach in Holland now, there aren't nearly as many people who are topless. I think the the phones and the idea that someone's going to just share that in the classroom. Right. Or, Did you, you know? see there was a young woman. She was a some kind of model or she was at the gym in L.A. And it was a very elite gym. And there was a woman who was around 70 who was was naked. She'd taken off her workout clothes and she still had her shoes on and she was drying her hands under the air dryer in the bathroom area. And the the girl was sitting in the sauna and took a picture of the woman from the back and put it on her social media. I think I remember that. And no with the, it went way. To court. It went to they, court. Yeah, don't I they mean, have signs up in those places? Like, well, no. But do you, would you be standing there completely naked? This happened the other day. I walked into the bathroom, which is kind of a quasi locker room here at our club, and a woman was just changing all the clothes right there, and I thought, wow. somebody's going to open that door, and that person is me, and you're naked. Like, right. What are you doing? I mean, in my mom's generation, they would shower, you know, after their gym class and people would be, would, people would be <laughs> naked. So something has shifted in our culture about having to have all the clothes on, even in Maybe same photographs. sex places. Maybe it is the vulnerability. Somebody's going to snap your picture. If you knew nobody could take a picture of you because everything had been confiscated. I think it changed already maybe, in our generation, though. Did it? Yeah. Before smartphones. Evangelicalism and like the Bible Belt where I grew up in, they had a huge like late 70s, early 80s push towards, you know, like a purity culture rev revive, especially in, in Baptist churches. Oh, and my I think goodness. Where our generation was really a recipient of that, oh. that our parents did not have. And I, that's I, interesting. I think that kind of goes the puritanical keep it covered. Oh, like, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Keep it covered. Don't show it. I do remember like the movie Footloose. I remember being right. in the East Coast. Oh, yeah. Right. And the perceptions of what the Midwest was. And you they know. were not all wrong. I mean, we had uh, when, with my high school, there was a prom and then there's an anti prom of the people whose parents would not let them dance and had mm. to go to something else. I know you guys can't even imagine it. No, I went to a wedding that was Baptist and there was no dancing. I, right. I cannot imagine it. I mean, my people are footloose and fancy free. Right. They are. So what's the idea, Dina, about dancing? I mean, it's the footloose explanation, the, Shaking the right one. Shaking your body, right. gyrating. Right. right. It's a very sexual thing and okay. sexualized. We'll probably edit all of this out because it's probably not. No, I don't know. I like it. It's but, interesting. Yeah. Uh, the whole idea of purity culture is that your body as a female is dangerous. Mm. Oh, and my gosh. You, Put it on the woman. Come on. Oh, yeah. You may cause the guy to stumble. You may present. What? Oh, we can do episodes on. This is nothing to do with tennis, by well, the way. But, but, but actually, it is a little bit because tennis is, first of all, you, many women are out there in skirts that are very yeah. revealing. And as we previously discussed, <laughs> don't have underwear on. I always <laughs> have underwear. underwear on, for the record. I'm looking at Jules when I say that. Double underwear. But 
there is there is an aspect of sex to tennis because your endorphins are up. You come off the court, you're feeling great. There are relationships that have bloomed that people have met on the tennis court. On the tennis for court because sure. the skirts were so short or because well. the man looked good sweaty with a five o'clock shadow. Ooh, the pheromones were. The oh, do you think that's it? Ooh, does that I, work? I don't know, but you know, a, a couple who plays tennis together stays together. Aww. So I don't know where we're at with whether I'm going to accept this match challenge or not, but we'll see. Do I get a vote? Mm. Yeah, let's vote. Ready? All in favor? <laughs> I say There's aye. There's three people, two, Joel's up, two to nothing. Yes. So guess oh. what? You're we're, going. Oh, my gosh. We'll see. Because if you don't, you have to go get naked. I'll <laughs> we'll have to check <laughs> my couch. And if you get to know them, then you can bring me in sometimes oh, when they yeah. need two people. Okay. And then I can watch and learn. And you know what? The longer you wait, the more you're going to stress about it. Rip the Band-Aid off and move forward. Just Thanks, Ash. You're welcome. I'm thinking of my needs because I want to watch you play. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I was telling my friend the other day, I probably would not have continued to grow as a player if I didn't play with somebody above my level. So right. we in North Carolina, we always played a lot of combo in the fall. So it was like, nice. you know, a 4-5 and a 4-0. So that's the way it had to be on the court. I had a great partner and you just end up getting so much better playing a higher level. Right. You're yeah. forced to make shots that you may think, oh, I don't need to hit that shot in a game where people aren't playing right. that style. Connecting is so important, especially now at this time in the world. Really, nothing survives in isolation. Look at nature. Look at our bodies. Like we need that biodiversity. We need that connection on the inside, like our cells. I've talked about right. this before, the three things, you know, right. for a healthy cell, uh, biodiversity, boundaries, and hydration. Water. I right. knew that one. Morning I margaritas. One. So you knew that one. I knew that one. I like things that are affordable, don't require a prescription. And natural. You know, that you can, right, just take right from the earth. Which I is agree. A bunch of salt. How come we can't drink seawater? That's salt water. Right. Good question. If we're taking sea salt that was from a trillion years ago and I'm right. sure well, we would die if we did that. Yeah, but why? I don't know. Well, we're not, when you drink this margarita, you're not drinking seawater. You're drinking a little bit of salt in oh. the fresh water, right? I mean, right. that's all salt water, which is really good to go in and clear out your sinuses and oh. get it on your skin. So I always encourage people, if you're at the beach, try to go in if you can. I'm not like today. I'm looking it's out good it's for your really spirit. rough. It is rough. <laughs> it is. We are looking at the ocean right now and it is it's beautiful. I would not be someone who looked at that ocean and said, let me get out in that. Can't wait to get in there. You yeah, may die. No. yeah, no. It's rough. And if you're not one for salt, because not everybody is, I like that product, like liquid minerals, because they don't have all that crap like citric acid in them. I I think it's called 50,000 volts from oh, Trace yeah, I know Elements. What you're talking about. It's a liquid and you can kind of drip some drips in your cup and use that and you're going to get similar benefits. I'm ready to have benefits. I would like friends oh with God. benefits. No, just kidding. That's a joke. Oh, oh, no, she's oh, serious. Just there. kidding. She went there. I'm kidding. Did you ever hear that all jokes are really actually people being serious, but subconsciously couching them Thank you, in Oprah. a joke? Oprah, does that come with a car? Do I get some shoes? Listen, my point about friends with benefits is that's a bad plan. That is a short-term, good plan, long-term, dumb plan. Pass. No, thank you. And we've been floating along this idea of this camper thing, and you oh were gosh. all against it, even though you know someone <laughs> with one, and now you're talking about friends with benefits live on this podcast. Can you imagine? Um, who's going to drive the camper? I'm driving. Well, we're getting a camper. Jules will drive the camper. I can't back it up. Okay. <laughs> Nobody's going to put me behind the wheel of I a camper. I might be able to back it up Maybe for we you. can hire a driver. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, the plot Ooh. thickens. What will happen next? Stay tuned for next week's Dirty Tennis. What's his name? Clean Let's Living. The podcast. See you next time. going to go out and live large so we can bring big stories to you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's lying. She's go, heading to the tennis court right now. <laughs> yeah, that's that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us today on Dirty Tennis, Clean Living, the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Dirty Tennis Podcast and on X, formerly Twitter, at Dirty Tennis Show. Subscribe, participate in polls, reach out to us on social media with your favorite dirty tennis topics. Your input matters. We want to hear from you. Until next time, keep your tennis dirty and your living clean. Well, maybe not too clean.